You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. Uh, The president of China is meeting with the president of Russia. How can that only be anything but good news? Let's bring in Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science, Carleton University, with us now. Elliot, thank you for your time. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. Same to you, Scott. I remember early in our conversations, China was trying to appear neutral in all of this. Are they still neutral? What is the objective of this meeting? They've always been neutral in favor of Russia. <laughs> There's never been any ambiguity <laughs> about that. <laughs> uh, they, they clearly uh, support them within the U.N. Security Council and the broader U.N. system. Every vote that comes up, uh, they, of course, uh, the two leaders had a meeting. This is like their 37th meeting. <laughs> so they see each other every now and then, and they're both germaphobes and don't like to travel. So th- this is a high-level relationship. But uh, they did meet uh, a year ago or so, uh, February 4th, and that was basically a green light by Russia, uh, from China to Russia. They signed a, basically an alliance without end and without borders, and et cetera. So the fact that he's going now, uh, I don't think should be taken as uh, he's been thinking it over and he's decided he doesn't want to support them or does want to. No, I think there's quite other purposes for this. And of course, we suddenly have a very changed context for this meeting. Uh, that being what? <laughs> the criminal court has just said they plan to, the International Criminal Court has just said they wish to arrest Mr. Putin. So, so what does that mean, Elliot? Does that mean if he sets foot outside of Russia, he can be arrested? It, a lot of that's still being explored. If he goes to countries where the court's jurisdiction is recommended, is, uh, is accepted, yes, indeed, that is what it means. It also means, just back where we are starting this conversation, we should continue it, but it does mean that Mr. Xi Jinping is now going to find himself unexpectedly in the situation of putting mm. out his hand to shake the hand of, an, of a war criminal that's got an arrest warrant against him. That, I think, might change the optics and might even change Mr. Xi Jinping's reckoning of how the future evolution of this relationship should go. Yeah. Obviously, the West supporting uh, Ukraine and and, and propping them up. Are we to assume that China's doing the same thing with Russia? Because obviously, China, Russia is not doing so well. At what point does China support Russia the way the allies have supported Ukraine? Russia has been uh, under sanctions, as you know, that are very broad and very far reaching. The Russian economy is a fraction of the Chinese economy. China is vastly uh, entangled in the global trading system. So until now, uh, China has not wanted to go so far as to actually violate those sanctions or have their companies, either their private or state-owned companies, get tangled up in those sanctions in order to directly support the military side of this equation. China has been a major benefactor to Russia, diplomatically, as I just suggested, but also economically, Mm -hmm. they are buying vast quantities under long-term contract of gas and oil from Russia. By the way, India is buying even more. China is number two in taking advantage of this fire sale. Uh, And that that kind of absolute monetary support, combined with the clear diplomatic support that they've been giving, Uh, has been very helpful to Russia. And again, they have signed this agreement, you know, there will be no boundaries, no limits, no 
no end to what the, this alliance can lead to. He's there, I think, to reassure Mr. Putin that, yes, China still stands behind him. The uh, peace plan, this is what everybody's looking to right now, Scott. China may be the only country that has actual leverage over Russia. Is China really ready to do what they just did in uh, the Middle East and say, I want you both sides now to sit down. We want you to come to some mm. kind of a peace because, uh, as they've been saying, this war in Ukraine is affecting the global south. We are leaders of the global south. We are leaders of the world. You do need to do something. Uh, Xi Jinping put out a 12-point peace plan. <laughs> but the opening, I think we talked about this, the opening clause in it is, you know, there should be no violation of state sovereignty. And of course, that's exactly what Russia wow. doing. So will Russia, or sorry, China try to look like a hero here um, if this seems to go south for them? Will they try to look like a hero on the world stage considering what they're thought of on the world stage as bringing these people together? Can China uh, gain world uh, uh, confidence by trying to arrange a peace deal here? Or is that out of the question? Well, we don't, we don't know that that's the purpose or the outcome of this visit. It's, it's being speculated that because he just released this peace plan, and now he's going to Beijing from Beijing, which is unusual for him, to Moscow, that uh, there's a, a big peace plan afoot. I, I'm not at all confident that is the case or that Russia would be welcoming it in any event. No, the bigger question that some people's mind is, is this going to signal a deepening of the support by China because China does not want to see its uh, its partner in this defeated. It can't afford to see this relationship go south because then it looks bad for Beijing, because the two of them were going to reshape world politics together by Beijing basically tacitly supporting, and, and in other ways importantly supporting the invasion and the occupation and the success, therefore, of this venture. One of the interesting things to note is that China's foreign uh, minister has just had a meeting, a virtual meeting, for the first time, I think, in a long time, and perhaps for the first time ever, but uh, with uh, Zelensky's foreign minister. So China is now directly in touch with Ukraine at the same time that this, this meeting is pending. But meanwhile, uh, Mr. Putin is looking more and more like he depends on China. This throws more advantage to China. So is this an opportunity for China to use its leverage for long-term superiority, hmm. resource and all that? Or is it a possibility that they are now going to be shamed by being put in the same category as a war criminal. I would lean toward the first rather than the second possibility, but we are in a, a slightly different situation today. It is a bizarre scenario. Elliot Tepper with us, Emeritus Professor of Political Science at Carleton University. It's not over yet by any means. Elliot, is always fascinating to talk to you. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. And same to you, Scott. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.